Lord. Welcome to this episode of Turdy for Turdy. Make sure to let us know how we're doing. Uh, you can either email us at tftpod2018 at gmail.com or hit us up at Turdy for Turdy on the Twitter. And um, let's uh, get ready to learn. Welcome back to another episode of Turdy for Turdy. I'm Andrew. That's Maher. Hi. And you know what? We're not talking about high school football today, so that's kind of nice. Let's do something a little different. You know, I don't know. I almost feel like we could just we could just only talk about high school stuff. Maybe we could, you know, go work at a at a high school and like run their PA or something, you know. I think we need to get into that that life. We can make like a maybe weird, be high school um, football announcers. A weird uh, high school history elective, where they talk about nothing but uh, high school football in Texas and scandals that go along with that. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I mean, it would probably just be kids cutting up the whole time, just not caring. But well, that's what every class is. So. True. Um, all right, so today I have a little surprise for you. We're not actually going to go back in, past, in the past. We're going to stay in the present. Oh, I was worried. I thought you were going to talk about the future, and then we were going to get accused of some kind of, like, time Sorcery! Burn the witch. No, we're actually going to talk about something that happened this year. So it's going to be a it's going to be a different kind of ride. So you need to buckle up, but it's kind of like a... It's not a it's not a ride in a DeLorean back to the past. It's more like a ride on a bus down the road and to the left. Like into a ditch, like hit, or like hitting a banana pill on the interstate and flying off of a canyon with a school bus full of kids or something. Yeah, let's go with that, like Rainbow Road. <laughs> or Toad's okay. Turnpike, that's what I meant, Toad's Turnpike. Okay. All right. So this year has been um, kind of unpredictable in sports. You know, teams that haven't always been winners are winning. You got the the Vegas Golden Knights playing the Capitals in one of the weirdest Stanley Cups of all time. Um, you have the Eagles that actually won a Super Bowl, and that's depressing, but it happened. Uh, the Red Sox and Warriors both won, so I mean, I guess I guess it's not all about being unpredictable. But oh, and you also have Serena Williams basically getting disqualified. So that's something that was unpredictable too. So a lot of unpredictability is what I would say. That, that's that's a lot of fun stuff right there. But only one sport has had a scandal that is worth our coverage that hasn't gotten the coverage um, anywhere else, and that sport is darts. Whoa, the, whoa, yeah. man! That um, that's kind of um. I when I when I woke up this morning, I, I you know I I didn't expect that um, we would be talking about darts. You know, <laughs> almost neither did I. But here we are. So tonight we're going to talk about the scandal known as Fartgate. <laughs> fart! Oh man, you can't fart in darts. That one was a real work of art. Dart, dart farting is a real thing. So as I said, it's 2018. 
Just because we won't like consistency. The top song of the year is God's Plan by Drake. That's the most downloaded song. Ugh. Yeah. Well. I'm not, I, I'm definitely like, you know, what was it they said on Simpson? It's like, no, it's it's not me that's out of touch. It's the kids that are out of touch. I have no, I like, I don't even know what people listen to. I, to me at this point, like, I thought Drake, you know, was was gone. Nope, nope. I thought he was trash. I thought people didn't like him anymore. He's still very much around. This song has been playing everywhere, so it's what the kids are listening to for sure. Uh, the highest grossing movie is also, is uh, Avengers: Infinity War. I didn't actually check that. I just assumed it. I was gonna say I didn't see that one coming, considering they like always announced that it was like breaking all these box office records also i'm pretty sure that movie was in theaters for like half a year well guess what it actually wasn't the highest grossing movie because i literally i typed that without even looking it up because i was just like why would i need to look it up i know the answer and then i went back and looked and black panther actually outdid uh infinity war at the box office well you know it's glad to see you know these this that it's the same company just running the the show you know and and that's happened to be owned by Disney, who probably also, you know, Monopoly's a real man. Scrooge McDuck somewhere has got a giant giant pile full of money this year, but he's not spending it. No, he's well, just at least not it. on his uh, nephew's pants. And and Donald is that nephew? I don't remember the connection, or cousin, or no. He's his, um, He's related to him. He calls the three little ones his nephews. So does that make Donald his brother? Yeah, I wasn't sure, you know. I, I, you know, they don't really go... I think they mention it in DuckTales, but, you know... I always kind of thought it was like Donald was his nephew, and then, like, the little ones were, like, his great nieces and nephews. Actually, the Don, Donald... Those aren't his... Uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie aren't Donald's kids. They're his sister's kids, I think. Hmm. And he's raising them. Mm, so those poor kids. So, they technically... Yeah. Yeah, no, those poor kids. I can't even understand what their crazy parents <laughs> are saying. <laughs> that almost sounded like a, like a dog, <laughs> like a chihuahua. <laughs> That's my Donald Duck impression. That was somehow worse than the second, the first one. Uh, <laughs> the Grand Slam of Darts began on November 10th and finished with its championship game on November 18th. The tournament is played in Wolverhampton, England, and consists of 32 of the best players in the world. And I apologize if my voice sounds kind of raspy. I've just realized it's kind of going out. I feel like I sound weird, so I just wanted to say that. Well, you always sound weird, you know. I think weird. Hey, but at least you could be a voiceover for like a knockoff cartoon cat in a Adult Swim show or something. If my voice was a little bit deeper and more country, I could be in Red Dead Redemption. Arthur? One more job. 24 of them come from the Professional Darts Corporation, or PDC, and the other eight in the tournament came from the British Darts Organization, or BDO. So the tournament consists of basically two rival dart leagues, and it's the only time during the year that they play each other. Wait, did you, the only two countries you said were like Brit, the the British and American, right? No, they're both British. These are both one British world. organizations. So, so like it's it's basically like how the world champ is the NFL that contains only American teams. Essentially, now is there's other or there's other European. Can you move to England? Yeah, there's other Europeans like in the leagues, 
but they're all part of these two organizations. So I'm assuming if an American wanted to be a professional dart player, you would have to move over there and join one of these uh, corporations or one of these groups. Now, I'm imagining like two of the, the most American like acting people just, you know, they have cowboy hats because, you know, Texas is America. We can we can establish that. Right? So. And 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 in a bar with a bunch of like British people, them just drinking Bud Lights, and everybody's looking at them funny. So the actually the game that's going to come into question, or the match that's going to come into question, the the players that played in it were actually um, they're foreign. They weren't from Britain. They were from Denmark and somewhere else. It's it's written here, but so it does tell you that this is like a very European game. It just happens to be centered in in England. Uh, the tournament is set up kind of like the World Cup with group stages followed by knockout games. The final is the best of 31 leg game between the final two players. Legs are the sets of throws each player makes. So like when you get, you know, three darts, three throws each game, each one of those set of three throws is a leg. So you could end up without having a leg to stand on? Yeah. I guess if every dart that you threw accidentally went into your leg somehow, you'd probably have to get it get an amputate because that'd be a lot of legs. Well, well that just means you'd have a third leg. But um, I actually zoned out for a little bit, so I I couldn't remember some of the terminology, even though it seems like it's very not complicated. Well, this is not how I've ever played darts, but it it did make me realize that this is actually a good way of playing. You just set up an odd number and say, we're going to play best of 15 or we're going to play best of 17 uh, throws. And whoever has the highest score per, you know, three dart set is going to win. And then whoever wins the most wins. It's an easy way to keep track of the stats. Whereas like playing that game cricket, gets kind of complicated towards the end. My problem with darts is is just that it requires a lot of math, you know, a whole lot of math. And you're sitting there and it's like, okay, like you have to have like a whole notepad to take notes. Like, So maybe if you're doing professional and they got somebody keeping score for you, you know, I'd be okay with it. But like, especially if you're trying to do the one where you count down like from 400. Oh, God, I can't even yeah, do that's that. rough. And then you have to like land right on 400. If you don't, it goes back up to a certain number. It gets... Darts is complicated. It's a complicated sport. I mean, I like darts, and I think it's like I'm I'm not awful at it, but yeah, I like playing it in any competitive way is very tough. So it's worth playing competitively though, because the prize money for the top dart player in the were in the Grand Slam of darts is one hundred forty thousand. Just that one tournament. Dang, that's it's you know, not bad. It's, how do how do they make more money than women basketball players? Everyone makes more. I think I make more money than women basketball players. That is actually, I think, a hundred percent factual. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So that's, I mean, it's sad. They do need to do something about that, but nobody cares enough to ever do it, so it's not going to happen. Well, you know what they can do about it? They can learn how to play darts, and they can get um, they can moonlight as a dart player. I like that plan. Darts, it doesn't matter what gen you are. I'm assuming it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, technically, I guess in basketball, if you could compete with men, you could play too. There's a handful of women that could probably, you know, make an NBA roster. You know, that brings up a point, though, when I was looking at into this tournament. I didn't see any women darts players in this tournament. You would think that this would be more of like a, like a co-ed type 
type sporting event, but mm. it's the only like co-ed professional sport right now, like poker. And it, looks, it seems like it. All right, so let's talk about what actually happened and why we're talking about darts in the first place. Earlier in the week, Wesley Harms played Gary Anderson in a match for a spot in the quarterfinals. Anderson defeated defeated Harms 10-2. After the loss, Harms said that part of the reason he lost was because he was distracted by a fragrant smell. What was the source of this smell, you might ask? But why did I say ask? You might ask. <laughs> you might ask. <laughs> you might ask. Oh. Harms said that it came from Anderson passing gas. I don't. Hey, can I? Uh, oh, let's. So yeah, if I was going to describe someone as farting, go ahead. If I was going to say someone, you know, farted, and I was hinting at it, I don't think I would say fragrance smell. It sounds like he's farting out Chanel Number no. Five or something. No, and. and it's funny that he went straight to that excuse when he got to the like the interview. That kind of blew my mind. Like if I just lost a match, it would be very hard for me to walk down and be like, "Yeah, I was distracted by the other guy. He farted in my face, and I just couldn't play." I'm, I'm pretty sure like if I had been walking up to the board or something to to take my shots and I smelt that, I would make it audible like, "What the hell is going on here?" Thing, be like, "Who farted?" Well, he did tell the Dutch reporters at like in that same interview where he said he had a fragrant smell and he thought the guy was passing gas. He also said it'll take me two nights to lose the smell from my nose. Oh, I hope this guy didn't have a mustache, because if it was that bad, you know, he's got to take a couple showers. How bad was this? Or maybe even shave. The thing is, like, I feel like I could play through a fart. Like, how bad does a fart have to be before you, like, literally cannot play through the pain of the smell? Yeah, I mean, farts are like, I don't know. You know, in in the real world, you're just used to dealing with a lot of bad smells. You know, you ever been stuck where you're, like like, in a large area where you got you're sitting next to a whole bunch of people and somebody next to you has just got terrible breath but you like are forced to just smell it for like an hour you know if you can handle that and you're not doing anything if you can handle that then you should be able to handle someone passing gas i mean shit i almost made myself throw up one time when i accidentally dutched oven myself Well, this guy was uh, i believe this guy was dutch so that means fish is probably a big part of his diet so that's the only thing i can imagine that would take it over the top but wait are they the ones that eat that like fermented yes i believe so that's well instantly i think so that's where my mind goes i don't have a hundred percent accuracy on that but um that's what i thought when i was reading this i was assuming that was like the culprit here I'm just imagining that time that Terry Bradshaw ate some of that on that what's that oh, show with the, all the old people, and he like I think he like he was like a kid. He just spit it up and like was wiping his tongue off. And then well, and then everybody else started gagging and like almost throwing up. And then it panned back to him, and he took another one and started eating it again. And he's like, "Hey, it's not that bad." <laughs> I think he was there. Were, he was chasing people with it, too, it was. To trying to make them gag. That show is so criminally underrated. Like I never hear anybody talk about it except for you and me, and it's hilarious. Yeah, I accidentally watched it one time. I was like home over like a holiday with my parents, and I was like, "This is the best." And then I went and, like binged like all of it, and it, it it's hit or miss. But the, it's just it's there's some. It's fun honestly, stuff in it's there. more hit than miss. Like. Especially that time that Henry Winkler like made them eat like 
brains and like animal balls and like Terry Bradshaw like got super angry at him and like almost punched him. What is him. the name of that show? No, it wasn't show. him. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it was either him or uh, Captain. It was Kurt. Shatner. Yeah, Shatner. What is the name and, like, of this I think show? Terry Bradshaw wanted to stab a guy. Um, Golden Men. No, that's not oh, that's it. A... Uh, what was it called? I'm looking right now. This is bugging. Better late than never. Was... Better late than never. Yeah, better late than never. It's a good show. Hey, you know, free plug for a show that I don't know if they're yeah, doing. Yeah, I don't even know if they're doing a third season, but hey, if they do, watch it. Look it up. So when interviewers asked Anderson for a response to the claims, Anderson said that Harms was the one that actually dealt the fart. He said that the stage smelled of eggs, rotten eggs. Anderson also claimed that he was 1,010% sure that Harms was guilty. And this is the start of Fartgate. That's a very, like, that's a very, you know, to say you're a thousand percent of something, you know, that that means not only is there not a doubt in your mind, that means you just don't care about math also, percentages. You're also really doubling down on that, too. You're like, you sound so confident that people are going to start questioning, like, whether or not you're actually the one that did it because you're so confident that the other guy did it. Here's another thing. I don't think I would ever base the fact I lost and get into like serious arguments about someone farting because no one's gonna change the score for that. Oh no, it's y- stupid. It's not like it's not like they grabbed your hand or you know were like you know it was just a bad call from a ref who, who called you know who called somebody down you know or didn't call somebody down or didn't call you know called a fumble a um, incomplete pass something like that. Yeah, so A&M beat LSU. Um, no, so here didn't. we go. Let's continue on with this story because we'll just end up starting that and it'll go on for two hours and everybody will be like, why did they record this? And I won't have an answer. But just know that A&M won seven overtimes. Woo, gig No, they didn't. Anderson continued to put the blame on harms. You can put your finger up my ass. There'll be no smell there. Anderson told <laughs> Channel RT7. <laughs> Yeah, he actually said arse, but it's very hard for me to like say that with a straight face. So I just kind of switched it ass. So the quote was actually, you can put your finger up my arse. There'll be no smell there. But that's a lie. No matter how clean your butt is, like if you go in the ass, you know, there's going to be a smell there. Would you believe me if I told you he kept going on with ridiculous comments? Oh, I think I I really thought this was going to lead to them like going to a doctor and like <laughs> fingers being shoved up people's ass. He continued, and this is talking to Dutch reporters. He continued with, "I thought he had shit," and I went, "That's dirty." So <laughs> the quote that I took from the article, "That's dirty," is italicized. So that makes me feel like I should like say that with a Cali teen voice or say like, "That's dirty." It was bad. It was a stink. I thought it was him, and he started playing better, and I went, he must have needed to get some wind out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, like, homeboy sharded himself and and let himself, gave himself second wind? (laughs) Yeah, he was like, this guy farted. Got all the gas out of him, and then he got like confident and started playing better because he got all the bad juju out. 
Well, you know, have you ever been like super, super gassy and it, like where it makes your stomach hurt? And then, you know, eventually you get to a point where you can just let one go. And you feel so much better. Yeah, playing golf. I would say that's happened to me. So I understand what the point is here. Like it's, it happens, but still. Yeah, that's this whole thing is ridiculous. It gets more ridiculous. So anytime reporters asked Anderson about the controversy, he would take up his accusations a step farther. Usually if I fart on stage, I shit myself, Anderson told RT7. If I had farted and it smelled like that, I'd put my hands up and go, sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> so he's basically like, saying this, this means guy... saying he can't fart without crapping his pants. Like, I yeah, I'm really like concerned about this guy now. Like, does he wear a diaper? I, th- I think he just is, eats is, that Luda fish stuff. And then uh, Luda fish. Uh. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the name. I think it is, but then as I said, it sounded stupid. So I might have just made is something that like up. A, is, is is that a Dutch rapper? Luda fish. <laughs> also, like if you really made a fart that smelled like that bad, you would not admit it. You would not raise your hands up in the air and say, I'm sorry. You would bow your head in shame and just walk away. And everybody would know you did it, but you would not physically say you did exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, it got to the point that Anderson would just not shut up about it. People that followed the story began to wonder if the old saying, he who smelt it dealt it was true. Why would Anderson <laughs> be so descriptive of the smell and adamant that it was harms? Something just didn't smell right. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> it is true, though. Like, the way he's, like, he's saying, making outlandish claims about, like, he craps his pants. He, you know, he can't control his farts. Like, why is he getting so aggressive and saying, it couldn't have been me because I would have had poop running down my leg if I had farted. <laughs> the other guy should have came out there and said, if shit in your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> So Fargate has brought up more questions than answers. No one is sure who passed gas on the stage. Uh, sorry, hold on. No one is sure who passed gas on the stage, and in fact, the whole thing makes me have more questions than answers. If Harms did do it, why would he bring it up in the first place? Now, that's a good point, too, and I typed this out. I kind of had forgotten about it, but that was my question, is if Harms walked up to the record the, the reporters and said, I lost because I was dealing with a fart smell, he wouldn't have been the one to do it. That doesn't make sense. Like, if you're the one that uh, farted and you lost because of your own smell of fart, you would just, like, keep that quiet. You wouldn't try to blame it on the other person. But how many times have people tried to pull a stunt where they blame somebody for cheating when they were the ones who cheating. And that, I mean, like, what, who, that happened with cycling. I don't, that wasn't the Lance Armstrong Yeah, thing, but, but Lance Armstrong didn't, like, shit while he was riding a bike and have it hit <laughs> people in the face, and that's the reason why he won. This is a weird thing to try to, <laughs> you know, like, we can justify it all we want, but that's a weird angle to take to try to say somebody cheated. Like, I'd like to see a, a video of this, um... You know, like on Seinfeld when they did like the the JFK assassination with the with the spit the the Lugie and like Keith Hernandez and and Kramer. I don't know if you saw that one. 
they like I imagining like a someone looking at video and trying to like establish if the man like leaned into the fart. You know, did one of those where you kind of open your legs up a little bit and you tilt the one side kind of, or like made a face, and then someone like in the background just like waving their hand to like get rid of the smell. Well, let's actually talk about that. So um, we're oh, gonna get there. Crap. Why was Anderson so descriptive about it when the news asked? That was another question I had. And uh, then, of course, the thing I asked you earlier, how does the smell get between you and $140,000? Like, I just, if I'm playing for $140,000, I'm going to fight through the fart, man. And if it smelled that bad, I would make a scene when it happened. Oh, for sure. I'd be like, time out on the field. This man. Yeah, I would like, I I don't know if I would like do a whole. Yeah, I don't know if I would do a whole like throw a fit thing like i would just calmly like maybe walk over to the official and be like can we wait a minute someone someone ripped their asshole in half right now we both maybe need to change our pants just to make it even (laughs) so to stop this from happening again because the dart associations are actually worried about this kind of thing happening again the both dart associations will install infrared cameras to catch perpetrators in the action Players will also be able to call an air freshener timeout if it's if it's needed during a game. This is this is like not a problem. It's and, and, and like going so overboard. And that's not true like at how, all. I made that part up. I just wanted to do oh. that. But yeah. Oh, so so they're the infrared camera is not real, and neither is the air no, freshener. No, they're not doing either one of those things. They're just trying to the, sweep this under the rug because they realize it's ridiculous. No, that, that's, you know, that's, it's absurd. And when you said the infrared thing, like the first thing that popped to my mind is the, from Super Troopers 2. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I was, that's that. what I, that's why I typed that up. Okay. I was thinking about that when I, when I did that. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think it would actually do what they made it do in that movie, but it's, it's just the idea of it's funny, but like, I, I can, like, it's actually would be believable if you said like that there was an air freshener, like. They just had like a Time like a girl walk out in a bikini and spray some Lysol <laughs> with a gas mask on. <laughs> we got a stink we got to deal with. So uh, that's that's it for Fartgate. But I can't just leave I can't just leave you with that little tiny story. So we have a second little mini story from that same weekend. Another controversy from that November seventeenth weekend, and this one deals with. Another sport that everybody knows and loves, curling. Ooh. Well, at least curling, there's a little more space between you. So, you, space you know, the, gas, the passing of the gas. I mean, I hope this isn't like a, a yellow ice conspiracy. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that have been fantastic? It's not. But, well, no, nah, it's not. Uh, I'm concerned now. All right, so the Red Deer Curling Classic took place on November 17th with a purse of $35,000. Spectators thought they would be in for a treat as some players from previous Olympics were scheduled to play. 2014 Olympian Ryan Fry usually plays third for uh, Team Brad Jacobs, but this night he was filling in for uh, Jamie Coe, who was not able to, uh, to play. And we'll talk about why he wasn't able to play um, in a second, but basically, what I learned from this first paragraph is that curling teams are named after their players. Well, I'm assuming. I mean, it's it's not like it's a uh, what's it called? Like they name it after whoever the coach is or something. The right? captain. It's named after whoever the captain. Yeah, is. Yeah, captain. 
Oh, Captain, my cat. It'd be pretty cool if they did a thing where they like gave them names. Like, I mean, what they would all end up being like five beer buddies or like five fat dudes with crappy mustaches. The rock counts. Yeah, skinny, skinny Andy Reid, skinny Captain America. I love that guy. When he played with his sister, and they would get in arguments during the games. That was like that was just gripping TV. Oh, he'd like bitch her out, and you could hear everything, and it's like okay. <laughs> I mean, I you know oh, what? Oh, good throw, Tammy. What I always wanted to know is what the other teams like were playing, like, uh, like saying, because I know, I mean, they probably weren't saying anything too too bad because it was being aired in Japan and stuff. But you know, just I, I'm really curious what like if the Japanese and like Chinese and you know people with the languages that most people in the states wouldn't know or in Canada would just trash well, talk. Like I all think any time you have. Anytime you have a, a male and a female like co-partners on a teams, a lot of it seemed like a lot of them were like either married or related, or they had been lifelong friends. Like that, that just seems like it's set up for arguments more so than like the the other teams, the three man teams. Yeah, I mean they're still like they're all buddies, but that'd be like if me, you, and like a couple other people put a team together, we'd probably. Not, I don't know. We'd actually probably be really critical of each other. Yeah, could you imagine if I tried to play with my wife? How that would go? I would have. Well, I would have ended up walking just, out of the Olympics. Like, nope, I'm done. She'd probably break that broom, like metal handle or not, like over your face, because uh, you would bitch her out or something, or she'd bitch you out, and she'd be like, "That's your fault." She's so mean. So the team's problems began before the tournament even started. They were up. This is a quote from uh, the center, the, the like the place where they played the manager. His name was Wade Thurber. And most of these quotes come from him after the event, just to pre- preface this. They were upstairs in our lounge beforehand, and everything kind of seemed normal, I guess. Our staff eventually cut them off, and then it was time for them to go curl. That was probably the oh. unfortunate thing was that they actually had to go curl. So basically, all the players were just getting trashed up in the the lounge before the tournament even started. The fact he specifically used the term "cut them off," not saying like "stop serving," like "cut them off," is to me is more aggressive than just saying like "hey, we, they went out and curled." Like he specifically mentioned, "cut them he, off." He the quote cracked me up because he's like, "Everything seemed normal, I guess, except for the fact that we had to cut off all the players before the tournament started." But everything else was normal. I feel like that should be normal protocol. Like, I mean, what would you do? Do you let some teams start playing and then other teams keep drinking, or? I mean, I think you hope that they drink responsibly when they have a tournament that they're playing in with spectators. But hey, who am I to judge? Once they got to the yeah. ice for warm-up tosses, Co tried to slide the rock, uh, that rock thing they used the you know the giant the giant rock with the handle, and it went. To- wait, what's what? What are they? I wait. They don't use a uh, uh, hockey puck. Mm-mm. I'm just kidding. You know that like giant ridiculous thing that looks like a kettle that got dipped in concrete. Yes. So basically, the guy that. I said earlier that uh, Stephen Fry filled or Ryan Fry filled in for Stephen Fry. Oh, Stephen Fry <laughs> was 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 Hugh Laurie there? That Ryan Fry filled in for. Uh, he actually couldn't play because when he tried to slide the the rock, it was nowhere near where it was supposed to go. So he instantly knew he was not going to be able to play, and he asked Fry to step in and play for his team. 
The problem was that Fry had also been in the lounge drinking prior to the game as well. On the ice, he broke three brooms. There was, of course, foul language and a little bit of disruption with the sheets beside them. So where they play is called the sheets. So he was he came in to play for Co. Got out there, broke three brooms, started screaming and cussing up a storm, and it was so bad that people playing around them had to like go over there and try to tell him to shut up. I um, they, I mean the way they use their brooms, like how is he breaking them over like objects? That's a great like, question. Over his leg? Was he whacking people with them? Like I'm really, and also like I don't think they just use wooden brooms. Don't they have like? fancy fiberglass yes yeah, so i'm assuming he was either smashing the brooms or he was like pressing down so hard while he was trying to to use the broom that they were just snapping <laughs> he was just holding them up and he was just happened to be like moving slightly forward with it he that would be pretty funny to see just some guy like drunkenly trying to broom and like yeah falling <laughs> and like snapping his broom <laughs> Uh, the other two guys on the team, Chris Schill and DJ Kidby, did their best to try to control Fry, but were unsuccessful. Wait, that guy's name was D- DJ Kidby? Yeah, his name is DJ Kidby. Kidby DJ Kidby. DJ Kidby. Spinning them one and twos, the rock things that they use in curling. <laughs> Sorry, that just that sounds like a straight up like DJ name. Sounds like a DJ that uh, does children's birthday parties yeah you can hire yeah. dj kidby he's got all the newest uh kid bop albums or like a christian christian dj or something dj kidby spinning that kids bop <laughs> he just got past that point of being able to tell them anything there was some damage in the locker room and some broom bags that had been kicked around it was just contact that was unacceptable. That's coming from the manager. So they they drank up the lounge. They went down to the locker room to get ready. He started breaking shit in the locker room, kicking people's broom bags, and then went out there and started cussing up a storm and snapping brooms out on the ice. The, oh, wait. Um, so they have broom bags? So that means they walk around carrying their, their brooms I'm imagining in that, a bag. So I, that was weird, too, but I'm imagining that the brooms maybe like kind of break down into parts so you can carry it easier in a bag. I am imagining these bags looking like Qatar, you know, boxes or whatever, but or cases, but like for brooms. I also imagine they probably bring like two, you know, one or two brooms with them for each person and everybody's got their, their own brooms. So the opposing team ended up winning Saturday night's game 10 to five. So shocker, the drunk guys lost. Uh, the committee in charge of the tournament disqualified the team from the rest of the tournament. Co has since gone on to apologize and promise that nothing like this would happen again, which he, this is off script, but he was, he put himself in kind of a precarious situation because he got this other guy to fill in for him. And then that guy was as drunk as he was. So like he tried to take himself out of the situation and not get in trouble. And the guy that he put in went out there and started cussing and acting a fool anyway. So he didn't really help himself by asking that guy to fill in. You know, what's funny is that one guy was aware enough to realize he shouldn't be in that situation. But the other guy, like who obviously probably seemed like he might've been worse off because he wasn't aware that he shouldn't have been in that situation. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a point when you know, you're not, you're not good. 
and uh, that's when you like try to do something about it. But in reality, that guy was probably better off than the guy he put because the other guy was at a point where he just didn't know what level he was at. Yeah, like anybody that's a drinker knows there's that fine line of like when you're like, okay, I need to sit down for a minute, and then you pass that, and you're like, I can go all night, party time. And I think the other yeah, guy at that e- level. Yeah, you're either like, I can't do this, and or I'm going to be over cautious and not do this or like let's do it man i'll i'll, I'll run good. through that I'm good we're good that hoop of fire uh so that uh the manager thurber continued on with his interview and said i've seen brooms broken before we've seen smash marks in the ice and guys get a little heated out there from time to time but it's usually a quick one minute incident it's done this was kind of the whole game <laughs> the whole game so i i just want to be a i wish i could have watched that yeah so that guy was acting like a clown the whole entire time acting like a fool with his broom on the ground yeah his broom know. smashed sideways looking like a cool kid as for fry his normal team has come out and said they are taking quote unquote actions to keep this from happening again so it Okay, so to me that doesn't sound like he's going to be penalized at all. They're just like, yeah, we're handling it internally. It's fine. We've got this. We're- I imagine they're just going to beat him with like either bars of soaps or brooms. Because at the end of the day, that guy has nothing to gain or lose from this because it's not his team. His real team was actually playing at another time, so he was just able to be like, yep, that never happened. Don't talk about it ever again. You think he like that helped sober him up for his own game? Then he like came out and like killed it. I don't. If he could find a broom, he's probably using just like like a just a push. Yeah, the janitor's brooms. He just went and got the janitor's broom out of the closet. Uh, that that would be pretty. That funny. team, Brad Jacobs' team, said they're handling it internally and said it should not affect their play going forward. Fry offered to pay the damages he caused, and he's also been very apologetic. We've had this spiel for maybe 20 years, Thurber said, and spiel's what they call the tournaments. This is the first time we've had to kick someone out. It's hopefully just an isolated incident, and hopefully everybody learns going forward from it. So they kicked the whole team out or just Fry? They kicked the whole uh, team, the code team, out. Oh, no. So those guys that played got disqualified from this tournament. What if Fry did it on purpose? Ooh, I like that. That's taking the scandal up a notch. I didn't even think about like, that. He, he was he might have been drunk, but what if he like just you know churched it up a bit to where he went from being like, "Hey man, I'm buzzed," to like, oh, "I'm so I drunk, I, I hate these drunk. brooms." He hates these brooms. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. I didn't think about that when I was looking this up, but maybe he did. Or maybe we're just starting our new a new controversy of our own. Yeah, man, it's um, drunk gate, drunk gate and fart gate, man. Those are the scandals from November. So, as you can see, November and especially that weekend was kind of the weekend of obscure sports scandals that you didn't hear a lot about, but definitely happened. There no like Russian doping scheme or. Some type of Lance Armstrong controversy, but they uh, there's something that I figured we needed to, needed to talk about at some point. 
Well, hey, if you got a drunk guy swinging brooms around and breaking them, you could end up with the Lance Armstrong situation, or at least, you know, it's where you get one person that only has one testicle afterwards. <laughs> well, that's what ha- that's what it meant when that guy said that it was go- affecting the other sheets uh, at the tournament. So he, he was walking around probably just hitting people with his broom right in the nuts. Hey, you look like a pinata. Running up and slamming them and going, clean sweep. Clean sweep. <laughs> Your face is dirty. I'm going to brush it off. I'm going to get you, bristly boy. At least he wasn't, like, bludgeoning people to death with the rock. True, and at least, man, I bet their farts smelled as bad as the guys from the dart tournament. I'm imagining just some dude, like, he's got spilled beer all over himself, like, maybe a little bit of vomit, and his, like, clothes are all, like, you know, he's all disheveled, like saggy pants, just like stumbling on the ice, trying to balance on ice, trying to like do that thing where they slide down. That's another thing, too, is they're walking on ice and they're drunk. And then they're, <laughs> they have a point where they're like running on ice and they're basically pushing off with one foot to like sweep. I don't even know how. Like, it's impressive if they really finished sh- that one game. Yeah, no, seriously, like, I don't even know how you, you would do that. If if you were, like, if the room was spinning and you were standing on, like, the a super slip, slippery service, surface, you know, I, I don't know. Hey, man. Well, I mean, I don't know what kind of grip they get on those shoes anyway. Yeah, I think they have specialized shoes. I always wanted to try curling. It seemed like it'd be fun. Yeah, I, I enjoy curling. I mean, I like playing it, you know, with the, you know, they have them at, like, bars and stuff to, like, the... Not curling, but whatever it is, that's the same thing, but not on ice. EA Sports Curling 19. That's the game we should be playing. Um, Here's another thing. What if what if that same situation had happened with darts? You know, somebody would have lost an eye. Yeah, I think yeah, that would have been... If, if Drunk Gate... If, the, if it had been flipped, Drunk Gate for darts would have been a lot more bloody than it was for curling. It'd be like some guy looking like... Um, the dude from Happy Gilmore, just instead of having like a nail stick canvas head, he had like a dart. Yeah. <laughs> and then a dart in his foot, probably, and it would have been yeah. would have been violent. Somebody got a dart in her eye. I don't know. Hand. All right. So anyway, a little bit of a shorter episode, but two stories we definitely needed to uh, to cover. Those were uh, those were interesting. Um, you know. We'll we'll be yeah, back to our regularly we'll be sports. back to our regularly scheduled uh, sports history uh, stories next week. Did you say regularly I, scheduled? Yeah, I think I'm part of Drunk Gate at this point. I haven't been drinking, well, you know, but I think just talking about that story is is affecting me. I mean, we're in separate areas right now, so but we technically, you know, could both be part of Fartgate. That's true. The, the Swedish guy that's standing next to me and trying to toss darts has not been very happy with me today. <laughs> he's like, you want some of my fish? <laughs> yes, I ate way too much of his fish, and now he's they're not paying the, for They're it. not the Swedish fish that they're red. The lutefish, if you will. They're definitely not lutefish, <laughs> but if we're going If it's lutefish, it. was there people making out on the 50-yard line while the other team curled the i don't know i didn't know how to translate that how do you translate um 50 yard line while the dirty birds kick 
or whatever. What are you talking about? To to to, to curling. Like what's 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 the jargon to transfer that? I don't know. Research it and get back to me. I'll definitely wait right here while you figure that out. You don't even have any idea what I'm talking about because I I think I went on like Maher speed. Yeah, no, that was weird. Whatever. All right. Well, you heard Maher at the start of the show. Email us, uh, tweet us, let us know if there's anything you want to hear covered. You can tell me, and I won't tell Maher, and then I'll surprise him with it. And uh, that's it for me, Maher. You want to take us out? Um. Okay. Cool. Hook him. Okay, cool. Hook him. See you next week. Bye. Bye.